Hello, I'm Dr. Jesse L. Grice, founder and uh, senior pastor of Truvine Baptist Church. It's my heart as we welcome you. I welcome you, and I praise God uh, that you will get something from it and bless your life. And in Jesus' name, we love you. It's him. Thank you, choir. I belong to God. That's a mouthful right there. I belong to the creator of the universe. I am his child. I am his heir. Everything he has, he wants to give it to us if we just obey his commandments. And it's not hard to do. How you guys doing? I'm Reverend Mo. I've been with a pastor for about 18 years now. And it has been a blessing to me to serve under this man of God. Today, we will be coming out of Mark, chapter 4, verses 35 to 41. We know that as Christians, we go through storms. And we'll explain that because we have, as Christians, we have our own language sometimes. We say, hallelujah. Hallelujah. <laughs> We say giving God glory, but everyone maybe online might not understand what that means. So we're going to explain that. The word of the Lord says this. On the same day when evening had come, he said to them, let us cross over to the other side. Now, when they had left the multitude, they took him along in the boat as he was. And other little boats were also with him. And a great windstorm arose, and the waves beat into the boat so that it was already filling. But he was in the stern, asleep on a pillow, talking about Jesus. And they awoke him and said to him, Teacher, do you not care that we are perishing? Then he arose and rebuked the wind and said to the sea, Peace, be still. And the wind ceased, and there was a great calm. But he said to them, why are you so fearful? How is it that you have no faith? And they feared exceedingly and said to one another, who can this be that even the wind and the sea obey him? That's who we belong to. Let us pray. Father God, in the name of Jesus Christ, we just thank you for choosing us to be your children. Dear Heavenly Father, we just want to do whatever it is that you ask us to do, dear Heavenly Father, because we know whatever you ask us to do will be great. Dear Heavenly Father, please hide me behind the cross. Don't let me be seen, but only the Holy Spirit, so that you will get all the honor and the glory. And it's in Jesus Christ's name that we pray. Amen. You may take your seats now in the presence of God. First and foremost, again, I already did it, but I can't do it enough. I'd like to acknowledge our pastor, Dr. Jesse L. Grice, who has poured his soul and heart into us ministers to where he has given us the opportunity to share the word of God in our way. So we appreciate you, Doc, to my ministers and to the deacons. To my baby, my tenderoni who's looking online. She's out there with, my, with our son out in, 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 in Cedar Park. Baby, I love you. 
When we talk about storms, we're not talking about the weather here. We're talking about human encounters that cause us trouble. Now, let me give you like a little analogy where a storm came out of nowhere. I think it happened like two weeks ago when um, Green Bay came to Dallas. (laughs) And they was at home. They were chilling. They had home field advantage. And they just knew they were going to beat Green Bay. They were talking all kind of stuff. And they didn't see what was coming. Sorry, Pastor. I know I'm not going to be up here again. Jordan Love came and showed them a storm. And they don't know what to do. But storms come into our lives, human encounters, troubles out of nowhere, where we just say, where did this come from? Storms that we encounter could be in our relationships, with our marriages, with our health, with our children, with our money, with our job, with our church, parents, and friends. They're going to come. But we have a Savior that we can stand on so that he can get us through those storms. The, 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 the title of this message today is Peace in the Times a Storm. And I have three points for you today. What should we do when we are not in a storm? What should we do while we are in a storm? And what should we do when we come out of a storm. Point number one, what should we do when we are not in a storm? We have to prepare ourselves. Because I said before, it will and is coming. You say, how do you know, Rev? Because the Bible says it in John 16, 33. He says, these things I have written to you that in me you, have may, you may have peace. In this world you will have tribulations, but be of good cheer. I have overcome the world. Because our Savior has overcome the world, we can have peace in whatever it is that the enemy tries to bring our way. See, here Jesus has been speaking with the multitude all day. And the people were listening to every word he was saying. They left everything and followed him. The first thing we need to do when we are not in a storm is to follow Jesus. Who are we following when we are in good times? Do we even think about Jesus when the the relationship is good? When the health is good? When your children are obeying every word that you're saying, when your money's not funny, when your job is going good, when your church family loves you, when your parents are not getting on your nerves and your friends are calling you up, you are saying life is good. But do we call God when life is good? I'm just asking a question. I'm not saying you're not. But I'm not saying you are either. 
We need to follow Jesus. Now I'm saying, now, now 90% of us here today will say that we follow Jesus. But what does it mean to follow Jesus? Luke 9.23 says this. We must deny ourselves and take up our cross daily and follow him. During good times, we, uh, we do follow Jesus. Do we follow Jesus or do we follow our own selfish desires? Denying ourselves. That means some things we should not be doing. Some things that our flesh want to do, we have to say no. Not today. Not give in to temptation. Because the flesh wants to win. You don't want you, the flesh doesn't want you listening to God. But, 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 but how do we get prepared? We get prepared by staying in the word of God. Just like some of you ladies, when you cooking that Thanksgiving dinner or that dinner, you, you, you slice and dice all those things. You preparing for something that's going to be good later. Going to be awesome. You preparing yourself. Just a couple of years ago or a year ago, when we had that storm. You prepare yourself. You went out and bought all the toilet paper. You went out and bought and, 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 and everything because you want to make sure you stacked up. <laughs> and you didn't get no one ply either. You got the two ply to make sure that you prepare that you wouldn't have to go out nowhere. You prepare yourself for the things that you want to prepare yourself for. But let me tell you, a storm is coming if you're not in one now. But we have to prepare ourselves for the storm that is coming. Matthew 22, 37 says, Jesus said to him, you shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your mind. What should we do while we're not in a storm? Love God. We have to talk to God daily. We have to attend Bible study. We have to come to church. We have to have prayer time. We have to love God. And the way you love God is spending time with God. How much time do you spend with God a week? Is the only time you pray is, the Heavenly Father, please bless this food that I'm about to receive to nourish my body. In Jesus Christ's name, I pray, amen. I'm, I'm, I'm just throwing it out there. I'm not saying that's what y'all doing. But I'm not saying it's not. <laughs> Joshua 1.8 says this. This book of the law shall not depart from your mouth, but you shall meditate in it day and night, that you may observe to do according to all that is written in it, for then you will make your way prosperous, and then you will have good success. What should we do while we are not in a storm? Is study his word. Those of you guys who was not here on Wednesday at the Bible study, you missed out. And I'm not going to tell you what it was about either. <laughs> but I'm going to say it was so, so good. And you missed out. If you really love God, anytime the church is open that the word of God is being teached or preached, you should want to be here. If you're not, you, I heard y'all, I belong to God. I belong to God. And y'all had the attitude, you can't make me doubt him. I saw y'all. I know too much about him. But do you? How much time do you spend with God? You, we, us, to be prepare ourselves for a storm, we need to love God. And we need to study his word.
when we do that, we are preparing ourselves for the storm that is coming. Now, when the storm is here, and I almost, I almost stopped for a minute and started, mm. when the storms keeps on raging in my life. And sometimes it's hard to tell the night from day. Still the hope that lies within is reassured as I keep my eyes upon that distant shore. I'm not gonna sing the whole thing. <laughs> I don't have time. Don't do that. Don't, don't do that to me, brother Mark. Don't do that to me, brother Mark. Don't do that to me, brother Mark. No, 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 no. We can't do that. We can't do that. Let me keep going. What should we do while we are in the storm? That brother was just about to get me going. What should we do while we are in the storm? We need to wait. We need to pray and we need to praise. That's what we need to do while we're in a storm. It says here in 37 and 38, and a great windstorm arose and the waves beat into the boat so that it was already filling. But he was in the stern, asleep on a pillow, Jesus, and he awoke him and said to him, teacher, do you not care that we are perishing? How could they fix their mouth to say such a thing? Jesus, do you not care that we are perishing? They saw all the miracles before him. They were there. They saw him turn water into wine. They were there. They saw him cast out an unclean spirit from a man in a synagogue in Capernaum. They were there. They saw him feed, just feed 5,000. They were there. And they still had the nerve to fix their mouths and say, do you not care that we are perishing? I just came here to tell y'all, don't judge because y'all do it too. I mean, I'm just saying you might. You might not. When storms do come, you, do you, like the disciples, try to fix it yourself? Jesus is in the boat asleep. They saw all the miracles that he didn't did. And they tried to, while the water coming in, take their little shovels or whatever they were using and try to get it out the boat. And then when it got too much, then they decide to come to Jesus. Uh, how many of y'all do that? Uh, some of y'all might go straight to Jesus. Some of y'all might not. But probably 90% of y'all try to fix it yourself. I don't know why that 90% is in my head. I got to get it out of my head. We try to fix it ourselves. Then when it gets too much, you ask Jesus, you ask Jesus, why are you allowing me to go through this? What did I do? The disciples did nothing. They just did what Jesus told them to do, to go to the other side because Jesus was tired. He was preaching all day and he was tired. He wanted to get away from the multitudes of the people so he can get some rest. So they just, they went and did what he said and then a storm still came. James 
Chapter 1, verse 2 and 4 says, To count all joy when you fall into various trials, knowing that the testing of your faith produces patience, but let the patience have its perfect work, that you may be perfect and complete, lacking nothing. You go through storms so that God can make you a mature Christian. If you don't go through anything, you think you know everything. You need to have some trials in your life. You need to lean on the Father who can save you from yourself. So they did nothing. But what do you do when you're the cause of the storm? Jesus, this man acting up, this woman acting up, Jesus, I didn't tell you to be with that person. <laughs> That's your storm. <laughs> but you can still have peace. Except you're not married. You can say, let it go, let it go, let it go. Everything's going to be all right, you know. Woo! I'm sorry, I'm just having a flashback. But, you, but some things, you can let it go. If, you were, if you're not married and you're in a relationship that, that, that's not lifting you up and they're not saved, you need to let it go. You need to listen to God. You must not move until God tells you to move. You have to wait on the Lord so that he can give you the desires of your heart. Isaiah 43 says, but those who wait on the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings as eagles. They shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not faint. When you are in a storm, you wait for God's deliverance. And while you are in that storm, don't be complaining. Because you do that. Why are you allowing this to happen to be God? <laughs> I go to church every single day. You go to church. <laughs> what are you doing in church? Say, for example, I, I use my, there's this analogy here. You, 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 you had a hard day's work. And you come home and you run some bath water. So you, you get in the bath water. But you don't put a soap to you at all. <laughs> you come into church, you sit down. Ah, I'm here. But do you get the soap and scrub? The soap, and in this analogy, is the word of God. When pastor is preaching that word, are you scrubbing yourself with it? Wash me, wash me. Or you get out and you say, I'm clean. <laughs> Without scrubbing yourself. We need to not take this opportunity for granted. Because God can come back. Jesus can come back anytime. And we want to be someone that he is proud of, my good and faithful servants. What gift has God given you that you are just sitting on? And not using for the glory of for the goodness of God. And that song right there just got me going. He said, mm, when God is running after me. Come on. God, my, his goodness is running after. Come on. God wants you. Do you want him?
we have to wait. We, 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 we need to pray. First Thessalonians 5, 10 says we need to pray without ceasing. When we're going through our trials and our tribulations, when we wait and when we pray, those things that are bothering us, we're not focused on them. We're focused on God. And he will give you the peace in the times of your storm. And we have to praise him. Hebrews 13, 50 says, through Jesus, therefore, let us continually offer to God a sacrifice of praise, the fruits of our lips that openly profess his name. When we take our eyes off the storm and focus our eyes on Jesus, who is the Christ, everything else doesn't matter. Because God is going to work it out if you just believe. He said, where is your faith? He wasn't saying to be me. He's asking where, and I'm asking you, where is your faith? faith? I can tell every one of you in here that's a child of God that if you accepted the Lord Jesus in your heart, That God is running after you. He wants you to have peace in the times of storm. But we have to prepare ourselves. We have to be in his word. We have to memorize his word. We have to study his words. And then while we are in a storm, we have to wait. We have to pray. And we have to praise him. Point number three. What should we do when we coming out of a storm? When something is good happening to you, what do you do? What do you do? I hear you. We, we praise him. But do we say thank you? Lord, thank you. Thank you, Lord. Do we thank him? Thank you, Lord. Do we thank him or does we say, this is over? That's not God. God wants you to praise him with your lips. He wants you to praise him with your heart, your mind, and your soul. He's not asking for much. Especially after what his, does, what his son did for each and every one of you. All he's asking is for you to love him like he loves you. Now, Truvine, we praise his name. We give him thanks. But then, do we keep it to ourselves? When the Lord has delivered us from trouble... We need to go tell somebody to give someone else some hope that they too can get through their storms. Because we need to tell somebody about the goodness of Christ. 
We need to tell somebody how he saved your life. We need to tell somebody how he makes you feel. We need to tell somebody that my God is real. We need to tell somebody that he's the way, the truth, and the life. We need to tell somebody that my God is dynamite. We need to tell somebody that he died for your sin. We need to tell somebody because he died, you can win. For us to get through a storm, Juvine, for us to have peace in the times of storm, we need to prepare ourselves. We need to come to Bible study. We need to take this life seriously and love God like he loves us. When we are in a storm, we need to wait, pray, and praise. And when we come out of a storm, we need to say thank you and tell somebody about the goodness of God. Uh, praise God. Thank you so much for your attendance and your support of the podcast. We do hope to see you again or hear you again or even talk to me again. And we love you. Thank you so much for tuning in. God bless you.